What's up, world? Before we get into the podcast, I totally forgot to let you know where you can actually find this podcast. We are available on Spotify and Google Play, and we're currently waiting for iTunes to accept us. So for now, that's where you can find us, and enjoy the show. What time is it? Game time! What is up, basketball fans? Welcome to the very first episode of Unstoppable, The Last Recap. My name is Matthew Cutler, and I am your host for this show. Along with myself, I have my two co-hosts. Please introduce yourselves. Richard Holmes, start off with you. Yes, yes, yes. Like Matt said, my name is Richard Holmes. Um, New York native, Florida raised, Cold Springs alumni. And best friends to these uh, two fellas here. Mr. Tall Slim, you can go next. <laughs> All right, yeah, man. My name is also Rich, man. Uh, I am Florida, a Florida native, you know what I'm saying? Um, born and bred, um, no longer there. <laughs> I miss it, though, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, man, just, man, man, best friends with these dudes, man, since high school. It's just dope to have a, a different perspective, you know what I'm saying, being that we've gone our separate ways, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, and grown up, you know, in, in different environments, so the perspectives are going to be kind of different. So I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So if you're new to this, we are going to be breaking down the episodes of The Last Dance featured on the 1997-98 Chicago Bulls team. I mean, let's just hop into it, man. This was so anticipated. I remember when the trailer first dropped, nobody knew about this, and all of a sudden, this trailer came out of nowhere. First impressions yeah. on what you thought about last night's episodes. Man, look, uh, last night epi- last night's episode was greatly anticipated, man. It was one of those, you know, how we thought it was going to come out months later, and then to our surprise, you know, that everybody's in quarantine and down and spirits are down. And all of a sudden, guess what, guys? At the end of the month, it's coming. I was like, oh, my God, somebody pinched me. Like, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then it's coming on the 19th. Like, it made these few couple of days go by so slow. And it was well worth the wait, though. Just the first two episodes, well worth the wait. Absolutely. Yeah, I... I um. Damn, man, it was it, it was surreal because, like like Perk said, when I saw the trailer, first of all, 
I wasn't even paying attention. I had to DVR rewind the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. What? Because the first thing I see is Jordan coming to a room and sitting down on the couch. Then I see Bob Costas. Then I see Amar Rashad. Then I see Scottie Pippen. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What's going on here? Totally agree. You know? I mean, yeah. I, I was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see all these stars, actors, rappers, and then you just see the bull sign, Last Dance, in June. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it was like, what, six months, like three, four months before. So I'm like, y'all waiting until June? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do have to thank all the NBA athletes that were kind of pressuring, I want to say pressuring ESPN, but they definitely gave their thoughts about how the, you know, the state of world that we're living in right now, yo, you guys have to release this thing right now. Like we need something to enjoy. And this yeah, definitely helped. I mean, the crazy thing is that we were all in high school at when this season was just getting started. So, Perfect. I mean, we, we lived this. We graduated 97, 98. Yeah. I was, I was a sophomore. So, I mean, I, you guys were seniors, but I mean, let's just hop into it. Like the way it started off, I thought was brilliant. I love how, I mean, my quick thoughts is I love how they're jumping from, you know, leading up to the 97, 98 season, then hopping into the past. The one thing I'm loving is how, even though we know the end results is that they win a championship, then they disband. But I love how they're not showing anything ahead of time. Yeah, because it it was mainly, it was mainly about the disbandment of the team. Exactly. This documentary is not about where are they now, what they did before. This is about their last dance and how a little chubby fat guy used his Napoleon complex, made his Napoleon complex get take over his, his uh banded probably the best team ever no, I mean, I totally agree just because I actually have in my notes Napoleon Complex. Yeah, man, I, I, I definitely, that that kind of, it, it wowed me, man. I, I, I didn't know, that's the best thing about this documentary, man, like to, to know the ins and outs. Like nowadays we have social media, so we're able to see yeah. a closer view of what is going on behind the scenes. But back then, man, we only had CBS, NBC. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and that's it. And if you yeah. if you didn't catch it then, or what they're telling you on the on on you know these on ESPN, you didn't know anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Honestly, let's put it out there. I am not a diehard Jordan fan. All right, we all know that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't I, think anybody here is a diehard Jordan fan. <laughs> uh, I kind of was in high school. I definitely was a diehard. I saw Space Jam yeah, in the theater. Yeah. So yeah, but okay. this, but this is like a view, and to know. That that he was just so instrumental when it like the behind the scenes like all of the just like the crazy rhetoric and all of the hate you know what I'm saying yeah like that was, that was crazy man I mean the one For crazy him, thing is that I'm looking that I'm finding interesting is is how right before like I think it was last week Jordan came out and said he's afraid of how he's gonna look people are gonna think that he's a horrible guy and my opinion mm-hmm. is after seeing these first two episodes is that. You can't look at him like that. This guy was driven to do anything to win. Listen, I said the same thing. 
I thought watching, I was going to like, well, first of all, let's get straight again. It's just like Perk said, <laughs> I'm nowhere near a Jordan fan. Well, I, I respect Jordan's skill. Got to respect it. He's the greatest to ever put, you know what I'm saying, lace him up. But let's make it clear here. This is a New Yorker talking. Yes, yes. <laughs> a diehard, take a bullet for a Knicks fan. You know what I'm saying? So Jordan was the devil. Calm down, Spike. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. No, well, no, I know a bunch of Knicks fans, and they all looked at him as the devil. Yes, we did. We looked at that man as the devil. But to see him behind the scenes talk up and talk down his teammates because that's what the best players do. Right. 100%. And to be like all pro team, not anti-team at all, not selfish, not jealous, not... He was just straight up like, okay, he wasn't going to let... Like he said, he wasn't going to let management dictate how this team was run because at the end of the day it's about the player no because the one thing I'm finding out is especially um, when they showed the footage I know jumping ahead but when they showed the footage of him getting on Ron Harper during practice it brought me back to that video surfacing of when you saw Kobe go after his teammates during practice yes yes so that's what I found interesting and like Perk said earlier like there was no social media back then so it's like Honestly, I'm looking at the back of it now like there was no big difference. It's just that we couldn't see it. No, 100 exactly. percent I mean, we were in the early infant stages of the, the internet when we were not, when the, the all this was going on. Now the great players now do what Jordan did. LeBron does what Jordan did. Kobe did what Jordan did. You see what I'm saying? That's why those guys are held on that Mount Rushmore with Jordan. Like those players will you to win. Like, I, I feel what, what I'm seeing here is that, I mean, obviously we knew that, but we just didn't know to the extent how much basketball is political. Yes. It's not just yes. it's not just cats that can ball. They disbanded one team and totally rebuilt it. And now we get on players for that. Like, oh, man, that's crazy. How you going to get rid of the whole squad? Bro, uh, you got to have the pieces. We're, see, we're seeing it right now. Chemistry. We're definitely we're seeing it right now. I knew Oakland came to us, but I didn't know he was traded because they didn't want it. He wasn't gelling with them, and we got caught. They got Cartwright instead. I didn't even know Cartwright was on the Knicks. See, I remember a um, long time ago reading about this trade. You know, not like when it first happened, of course, because I was like, I don't know, like eight or something. But later on in life, I remember reading about it, but I never the reason why. That was interesting to find out why he got yeah. traded. We needed this exactly. tall big man to go against yeah. the Pistons. Yeah. I didn't know Park, no Oakley and Jordan was that close. No, neither did I. That was crazy. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. You wouldn't know that today. You wouldn't know that now. Nope, never. Exactly. Never. I was just about to say that. You would not know that today. I know the Oakley from New York. I wasn't really, I was too young to understand the Oakley in Chicago. We see him in uh, New York. You just knew him as this big bully, you know. Yeah, and yeah. then but Straight then you see it though. Like, he was New York's. We, that was our heart. That was our garbage man. That was our nucleus. 100%. He didn't want to kept New York team. Not everybody think Patrick Ewing was the best player, but Oakley was our glue. Yes, was definitely. Heart. Yes. Another thing I did like 
the soundtrack the way oh, they, man you know, these songs well first off we knew we knew we were gonna hear these songs we knew we were gonna hear 90s song, hip-hop but to see that how they matched the 80s and the way they had the the clips match with the beat especially yeah. for like i'm bad microphone that, fiend those were nice oh, just flipped that switch when they when they when they put our bat on oh i was up in my remember let me let me let me let me forward the crowd tell you i got a broken leg so I'm in a wheelchair, right? Right. <laughs> and I was dancing in my wheelchair when I'm bad king. And not just because of the song. It was because of the highlights they were showing Jordan destroying. Yes. <laughs> it is, like I said, the way the beat was hitting with the, the highlights, that was great. I forget who said I was on yeah. Twitter. I was on Twitter and they said, yo, someone needs to make this a highlight reel because I'm ready to run through a wall. They need to make it just one whole soundtrack. Like yeah. just one whole yeah. soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The last dance soundtrack. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's all right. Do it. So, last dance soundtrack. All right. So let's just hop right into it. Jerry Krause. I mean, we were talking mm. about him earlier. First off, never knew the history of this guy. The only thing you really ever heard about him is nobody liked him. Why did nobody like yeah. him? Now we're finding out why. First off, when I first started, when the documentary first came on and you're hearing everything, first thing that came to my mind, and Rich touched on it, Napoleon Complex. That was the first thing that was the first thing that popped in my head was this guy has a Napoleon Complex. For me, man, it's kind of like, number one, let's not forget, man, this dude is human. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. It's, no, it's he, he, he's a human being. So I'm not, I'm not like, like everybody, I think everybody here, we're not 100% against him. But I can see like Jordan and Pippen, they they had their hand in him being the, you know what I'm saying, being the way he was. You know what I'm saying? You can't just pick on somebody and think they gonna be he gonna play nice. But the thing is that like the way I'm looking at it is I was laughing at some of the jokes they were cracking about the short jokes. I mean, look at him. He's short. And chubby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the meme that's going around though about comparing him to um the villain from Space Jam? Yeah, the monster, the monster yeah. coach. Yeah, bro. <laughs> And, and here's the thing: it could be that that's could that's exactly where they could have drawn drew it from. You know <laughs> like, what I'm saying? I know it makes sense. <laughs> and Jordan go, yo, this is the villain right here. Just make him animated style. No, but they, they dogged him though. But they, they he did a him. great job though. Let's be honest, bro. Oh. He built that team. Oh, absolutely. Now I was I listened to um ESPN Daily with Mina Kimes. I love that podcast, by the way. And she had Michael Wilbon on and. They were talking about it. Like, what do you think all this came from? He actually touched on an interesting point. I want to get your opinion on this. He thinks Krause is jealous because he put that whole ne- team together except for one one thing, and that's Jordan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. That's the I only agree. thing he had nothing to say he's about. He's not responsible for Jordan. He is, he's no. not responsible for Jordan. And with Krause, is just he's a grown man at the end of the day. Everybody can say, yeah, you know, he was jealous, or he was this, he was that. But at the end of the day, he's still the GM, and he—I uh, mean, even if he gets in his feelings, you're still the GM. Get out your feelings. But and everything then, that he did, bro. Let me let me just put it to you like this: If you put in the man hours that that man did, you were responsible for basically putting that team together. Because without that team, without Scottie Pippen, once again, there is no championships. Right. Oh, even Jordan said it. Jordan said it last night. Yeah. Said you mentioned Michael Jordan. You mentioned Scottie Pippen. Bro, you cannot. You can't put. But who put all that together though? 
Oh, I'm not denying it, Kraus. No, 100%. That was he pulled off that trade, and he even said he. I don't know how he pulled off Dennis Rodman for Will Purdue straight up. Like, okay, imagine doing all that, and then you get no credit for it. All you get is the crappy end of the stick. I want to say I was watching First Take today, and they brought up a very, very valid point in baseball. He came from the baseball world, so like I said, yeah, right. nothing about this guy whatsoever in baseball. You know a bunch of GMs' names. In basketball, you do not. Exactly. Nowadays, you do. You do. But, like, the only people you really knew about in baseball at that time was either the Red Sox or the Yankees GM. Now you know a whole bunch because of all these names pulling off all these trades. Mm -hmm. And he came from the baseball world. I don't remember who said it on first take, but they said that because of him coming from the baseball world and he's used to getting that type of credit— that's why they think mm-hmm. maybe this came into play. Well, to me, coming, coming from the baseball world, yeah, I agree. But at the same time, like you just said, Perk, um, I mean, uh, Matt, all the GMs now, you know their names because these big blockbuster trades that they're putting together and the way they're running teams. Remember, back in the day, GMs weren't seen or heard. They didn't care. No, never. That's the difference between then and now. The GMs now are younger, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're kind of more in tune with society now to where they're like, okay, they're making these they're making these big moves and here and there, and social media is like, okay, who made that move? Back then, it wasn't social media to say, who made this happen or who did this happen, who made that happen? But Kraus coming from ba- the baseball world, that was the norm. So when it didn't happen with him, he got in his feelings. And I can understand that to a certain extent. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, you're not getting the credit for putting this whole team together, but you getting the money. No, agreed. No, no. My, oh, no, man. My thing is this. Say you're a GM, right? Do you really need that type of publicity credit? Well, you know, to, exactly. to get the credit in the public, or do you, as long as you're getting behind the scenes, to me, that's all that matters. As long as you're getting behind the scenes, and but if, that, like, your name gets mentioned, oh, he, this guy did this, this guy did that, cool. I don't. If you're a GM, you do not need to be in the spotlight, and I felt like he needed to be in the spotlight for some reason. Yeah, but that's why he got mad though, because you just, you just, you just pointed it out, saying if you didn't get it out from the public, and you're getting it behind the, he wasn't even getting it behind the scenes. <laughs> you know I don't know. This sounds like some Aisha Curry oh, stuff. Oh, Pippen, stuff you know yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you on Aisha Curry. I was just, I was going, I was going to elaborate on that. Too. <laughs> like, you know, and he wasn't getting it behind the scenes either. Just like we was just saying, Jordan, Pippen, Wennington, Longley, all these guys, they were making fun of him. They wasn't coming to practice like, hey, Mr. Krause, how you doing? They were saying, hey, crumbs. Like none at all. (laughs) that disrespect, straight up disrespect when they come to practice. First of all, what is the GM doing in practice in the first place? Whatever. Yeah, you you do not be on the floor. You're either in the stands or you're in the office. Exactly, chilling. What are you in the practice for? So he I'm gonna tell you what, like they said, he he said nobody is above being traded. So he was always looking for the next deal. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? That's that's a good thing to bring up. No, that that's very um a key thing to bring up about nobody is safe, especially in the sports world. The main objective and the top, I say, uh, statement that was made in these first two episodes to me was when they asked Phil Jackson, when he went to Krause's office, 
The last conversation he had with Kraus was, you can win 82 games. You ain't coaching here next year. No yeah. matter what. 82 you, games, 82-0. and 0, You can go 82-0. and 0, And you're not going to be a coach next year. How do you break up a dynasty when you're in the midst of going for a second repeat? Like, how do you do that? Look, man. All I know is I am not totally against the dude because I know for sure if you if I come to work and I do everything I can and I make this organization run and you picking on me once I walk in like bro why your hair like that you like yo bro like I'll be mad I'll be mad at you bro but say yeah. it one more time I'll be in the bathroom every day just like hoping you walk in just like I swear you walk in one more time I'm fucking through. <laughs> So you'll be willing to let your feelings overcome your intelligence. Okay, look. So number one, number one, I am going to take a page from the book of the people who are have been bullied. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, we were never in that position in high school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or right. college is different. You just don't get that in college. But we were never in that in in that realm of being picked on. But I'm wondering. About the dude, you know what I'm saying, with the hunchback or something like that, and you that gets picked on, bro. Like, how do they feel? You feel me? The yeah. short, short dude that loves the basketball game but can never be that. That's never been picked up. You know what I'm saying on the on the court. You know what I'm saying. But he bring the balls to the game. He everybody ain't bringing their ball to the court because nobody want to get their ball stolen. So I'm gonna bring my basketball. I got all the balls and everything like that, but I don't get picked because I'm short. And everybody picking on me, you know. I'm just, I'm just thinking, man. I can see it. Yeah, I agree to that extent. But you can't be the. You're being bullied, but at the same time, you're still the boss. And bosses don't make those type of moves. But bosses, bosses command respect, bro. Yeah, bosses. How are you gonna be a boss with no respect? How <laughs> <laughs> you gonna walk in there and they gonna tell you we're gonna have to lower the rim? Come on, bro. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, he was the second in charge. Really wanted yeah. to get with it. Jerry Ron, because Reinsdorf was the guy. It's just that Reinsdorf gave Elm to, 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 to cross and say, yo, this is your team. You're going to run it the way you want to get it run. That's power right there, bro. That's but power. Th- you give me the power to go back and forth. You give me the power to trade anybody I want to. Anytime that I want to do it. But the crazy thing is, though, he was warned. Reinsdorf even yes. said, I was warned yes, not to get this guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, don't get this guy. And he did. But he said that was the best decision he ever made in his life. No, that's what I was just about to say. I mean, he was warned not to do it. He went against everybody and look what happened. And that's very successful. But like, how do you in the midst of breaking up a dynasty like, how do you break that up? Seriously, just because you're getting picked on? Nah, bro. I'm yeah, sorry, got, but like, I'm got his feelings hurt, bro. That's like, you, that's like yeah. if you break up the the um the Patriots. We all saw everything come in the last few years with Tom Brady and Belichick, but like, yeah, you you do not do that unless that player's like, yo, I'm done. I want to do something different, and that's what Tom Brady did like this Scotty year. Did. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll talk about, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that Scotty thing later. Yeah, we're gonna get on that. But one thing I want to elaborate on and to really put to a serious note, like like Perk said earlier, words are so powerful. They are insane. Insane, words man. Are so 
powerful, especially to a weak-minded person. Absolutely. And when you get a guy like Krauss, that he's an intelligent guy, but I know for a fact that while before he became the GM of Krauss, Mr. Krauss, the businessman, he was one of those kids that got picked on. Probably. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. So at the end of the day, the power of words really dug into this man's psyche, man. I know I will now I'm gonna go on record and defend the guy because it just sucks that he is not here to defend himself. Yes. So we need yeah. to we do need to put that out there that he is not around to defend himself against, you know, what is being said about him. Yeah, because it could be deeper than that. Oh, absolutely. So I mean I would love to know like if there's a history you know, if there's a book out there, which I'm not gonna say I'm gonna go read it, but like just find out more information on this guy. Like, what's his past like? Because like you just said, words are powerful. He could have been picked on his whole entire life. And to see the body language of Bill Jackson, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, when you ask him about Krause, just to see the nonchalant, whatever, who cares about Krause attitude, you can't, sometimes you have to go to him. Like, what you want? Yeah, but he, even though, even though it's hard to believe, but yeah, words can make you do the craziest things. I've been in positions in my life where I knew I was wrong for doing something, but I didn't give a f- because somebody hurt my feelings. <laughs> I mean, the one thing that I did find interesting is with Jerry Krause. I mean, look at the deal he pulled off. He traded for Scottie Pippen. He drafted Horace Grant. Like we said, he traded for Bill Cartwright. He's hired Phil Jackson. So I mean, all the pieces were in place. It's just, I don't know. Like, do you think it was some type? Do you think it was like? Do you really think it was jealousy that because he didn't draft Jordan, and Jordan became to be this mythological person that like he had some type of resentment? No, I actually don't think that that was it. I think I don't think it had to do with the actual drafting or or non drafting Jordan. I think it had to do with him putting the team together that behind the scenes and him not getting the credit from his peers. Yes, I agree with that. I agree that he wasn't brought up in the makeup of the Bulls dynasty. Like he was brought up as, yeah, Drake Cross the GM, but he wasn't brought up as the, as the credit of like, okay, he was the architect and those were his players. It's not like that. Like he wasn't on the sticker on a, on a ticket like a Danny Ainge is on the, on the, on the Celtics. But Danny Ainge became an, uh, became an executive during the time of social media. This guy did win executive of the year two, for two, um, two times. That yeah, is yeah. showing that you did do something. Okay, so well, you, just, you just proved the point there. Okay, you won executive of the year. What more credit do you need? Exactly. No, you're 100%. Let's be, I mean, this is a team, bro. When you play when you play the professional sport, like just just a little background, you know what I'm saying? I, once, I, once I finished college, I went overseas. I know for for a fact, bro, when you you spend so much time around your teammates, they're your family, man. And it's like not having the people that you are around so much approve of what you're doing. Like it it, it eats at you. You know what I'm saying? It eats Mm -hmm. at you. It does. It does. You spend so much time around them that they become like your family. And then to have like your family like to not approve of what you're doing or not to even just like like you don't even exist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but... You, they but, had no choice but to give him 
executive of the year. There's no way you can, who else are you gonna give it to at that? No, time? no, one hundred percent. He absolutely deserves it. But no, I mean, he deserved that. He deserved that. He did deserve that. What are you expecting from the the the, the players? Like you say, your peers. Your peers aren't the players. No, it's the your other executives. You're not telling me to go on a diet every day. Not telling me to take some pills so your I can. Peers aren't your peers, though. <laughs> your peers are other teams. Your peers are other GMs, other owners. Your peers aren't the players. Because what what players are close were close with their GMs back then? No, no, I can think Here's of. the thing. We don't know, though. We don't know because this is the first time something like this has ever come out. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to an actual organization. True. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because now, but if we look at it now, look at it now. You know that Magic was super close. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He was super close to, you know, to, to the players. Now, all of the execs are basically former players. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. That's very you know? true. I mean, if you go yeah. down the I list. Mean, yeah. You, I mean, just think about it, man, how close they have. You actually have to be close to your players, bro, because you are the executive. You have to be. Yeah. No, that's true. What it stood out to me also was, you know, we keep on talking about it, but what Jordan said, we have a right to defend this title until we lose, but we keep on yeah, winning. Why are you getting Why are you getting rid of us if we keep on winning? If come, you come to find yeah. out, Tim Floyd, who did succeed, Phil Jackson, he was hanging around crowds for like the last like two years. Yeah, he was vetting them already. Yeah, <laughs> nobody knew who this guy was. So all the, like they even said like, who is this guy, Tim Floyd? Oh, he's a college coach. Oh, he's yeah. he's gonna succeed Phil Jackson. We all saw the job he did. Exactly. Yeah, man. So. It's definitely it was it's definitely something that it's it's like I said in the beginning, man. The the behind the scenes is insane, bro. It's insane. The behind the scenes is insane. We as the fans, we look at what's on the court. We don't give a damn how they got there. Nope. No, you're right. You know what I'm <laughs> we saying? Don't. We we're only we're only concerned win. with you know what I'm saying, who's gonna make us better. We don't give a damn how you get there, how much money you making, how much money you not making. Like we want to see that ring at the end of the day. Yeah, that's why it's sports entertainment. I don't care about that politics behind the scenes. <laughs> I care about exactly. <laughs> I care about you getting exactly. on that court and entertaining me and and winning. That's that's that is the whole objective. So exactly. I, I do social media wasn't now we do though, but now we do because that social media brings us so much closer. Social media back in the we ain't had none of that. No, absolutely not. Funny moments. I loved, Jordan did not know this, about back in the 80s when he was a rookie, what they called the Bulls. The Bulls Traveling Cocaine Circus. Oh, Oh, man. Bro. When I heard that, that was crazy. Seriously. Did you see his reaction to that? He had no idea. He was busted out laughing. Amazing. Bro, he... You know, I think that's something that he didn't want to tell nobody, man. Nah. That's not something he wanted to yeah. do that out. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, I'm going to put all these fools on blast. That was, <laughs> like, that was so... But see, the thing is, when he said that, I started mm-hmm. thinking back, like, who was on the Bulls other than Jordan when he was a rookie? I don't know. All we got to do is they showed a picture of that whole team. They did. <laughs> right up there. And we don't know who none of these dudes nah. were. Like his words. So I was so, he said that. I was like trying to like go down the starting lineup. I'm like, uh like, <laughs> right? damn. He did Coke? Oh damn, he was supposed to I don't know none of them. 
<laughs> no, but I mean, oh, no. just to hear him. Yeah. You know, you did something when you got Jordan to laugh. Yes. Yes. He, he was like, damn, you found out about this. All right. This is how I'm going to talk about this without putting anybody on blast. Yes. Yeah. I was like, how, you, how can you talk about that without putting people on blast? Like, yo, right. I walk in, everybody was there. <laughs> yeah, was hoping, they got the yeah. lines over there. They got the weed smokers over there. It's everybody. That's everybody. Everybody. But guess what, though? None of those guys are relevant in the history of the no, NBA. No. Period. Absolutely so, not. Like, what I saw funny about that, though, here's the funny part to me. So, like, he's like, yeah, man. So, these dudes doing coke and everything, everything. And he up there, and they show and they show like a clip of him washing his own dishes. Yes. Come on, bro, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't slick. <laughs> you know he had people. You know he had people over. So you're saying that he 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 dibbled and dabbled in a little something something? I'm not saying that what he did was correct. <laughs> I'm saying I understand. <laughs> like come on there, you like Jordan, I forgot. I think his last name was Robbins. He said it though. He said Jordan acted like he was in college when he, his rookie year. No, I know he's talking about. I don't remember. I think it was Higgins, maybe. Yeah, Higgins. One of the Higgins. Yeah, and Robbins, some, yeah uh, but he said he said yeah. Jordan his for his rookie year. He didn't hang out. He didn't go out to the clubs. He chilled at the crib. You know, he 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 acted like he was still in college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So check this out. So he might not have touched the coke. He <laughs> might not have dabbled in the weed. I know he touched. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. You know you had people over. Had, I know he walked in the joint was like, ah, right, listen, I don't do the line shit. I don't smoke. <laughs> yeah. Some hoes over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, you know, this is what I'm saying though. You don't have to leave your hotel to have a female waiting at you. You Michael Jordan pimp. You yeah. somebody waiting for you. No, 100 percent dude. You know he had somebody in the hotel room. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> you ain't you ain't squeaky clean, Jay. Come on now. We we already uh, see yeah, that was, was then. But we know was, about the stuff afterwards. Yes, yeah, yes. He was, a, he, he, he was a single man at the time, so I know he had a little something, something. Yes. At, come on. Uh, Another thing I did like uh, that I found funny was when they uh, won that uh, overseas championship. I forget who said uh, it. They're like, "Oh, congratulations on winning the first championship." I don't remember who the player was, but he goes, "Can I get a hug?" And he just gave him that straight up face. He's like, <laughs> please. Even when they yeah, was doing his that, um, that. even when they was tailoring his suit, and the guy walked, he yeah. was telling, helping the guy tailor yes. his suit. <laughs> and he's like, uh, can I get an autograph? <laughs> Yo, the dude in French like, said, "What are you doing? No." Come on, man. He was, a, he was a butthole for that though. Come on, Jay. You right? He like you two centimeters away from the dude. Come on, just stick the hand out. All he had to do was draw a line. He yeah. just drew a line and put a dot on that mug, and he would have been done. I love when the basketball player also asked for the armband. He's like, "Can I get your armband?" And you just saw him rip it off. Rip it off. Like, take this gun. I'm out. Hey, bro. He went crazy for Jordan, bro. Dude, they said it. When he went to Paris, and it was like, you don't have to be a, a, a basketball aficionado or a connoisseur to know who's the best basketball player in the world. He's a god. They well, called him a god. If you watch old basketball documentaries on the 92 Dream Team, everybody knew who he was back then. So you fast forward five years, you know this dude's on another level. Yes. Even Larry Bird yeah. said it. Yo, that was God disguised was, as Michael Jordan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. You got, I mean, I got to give it to him. I'm, I'm, I, 
basketball as a fan, bro, I'm a I'm a fan of the all around player. Somebody yeah. that can do everything and is willing to do everything. Yeah. I'm a, now the only reason I, I cannot knock Jordan for, for nothing because he got the hardware and he was just an all-around killer though. Like that was his thing. He was a killer. Like I am gonna destroy you. I don't care what it I don't I could walk out of here with zero assists the whole season. Yeah. As long as we win, I'm good. The difference between Michael Jordan and every other player in the world of basketball, in the universe of basketball, Jordan never stopped playing. The man always thought the person in front of him couldn't guard him, and he showed it. He was like he said, he was like Wilbon, Michael Wilbon said it himself. The only other person I could even put in Jordan's category is Muhammad Ali. Oh yeah, that's right. When he was comparing like mythological people, he said uh, yeah. Babe Ruth, Muhammad Ali, and Michael Jordan. That's it. That was the only because 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 Jordan was just like I said, Kobe was a similar image, but Kobe. I took, uh, let me, let me, let me, let me, because let me not dismantle or say, disgrade anything about my man Kobe. Because, <laughs> because I want to be, I want to be straight here, because I think Kobe is probably the most gifted athlete, but Jordan was the best basketball player. And when he played against the Clippers on that road trip, what he did was 0 4. Yeah, I was, I, I was going to bring that up. Go ahead, continue. And um, first of all, Scotty, that was the dumbest decision he ever made, but whatever. We'll talk about that afterwards. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You're going to have to pay me, bro. You oh, got to pay me. No, don't get on that. Uh, bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me, that was a dumb decision, but whatever. And Michael had, you know, that, that whole roll your eye thing when he was like, can't even get open, man. Yes, against the Clippers, and they showed his, their record, which was 1-10. Straight trash. The Clippers were the laughing stock of the league back then. And nobody could get open. That's how much one player made a difference. He was just missing one player, and nobody could get open. Yes. Just turned on that damn switch, man. It just showed how much Scotty was an integral yes. part it's of that team. Thank you. Are we getting into Scotty now? Yes, Thank we you. are. No, we no, we're definitely gonna get into Scotty because I mean, it, I don't know, man. Scotty is like, he's ooh, like you can tell I'm speechless about trying to get the words out just because, like, you don't know a lot about this guy. So this is the first time we're actually hearing about this guy's history, about where he came from, grew up, yeah. how he got yeah. into the college, how he got into um, you know, play, started playing college ball. He was an equipment manager and begged for a scholarship and got it. Look, man, this man was cold-blooded. You hear me? Yeah. There, I, 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 I'm, I've been saying this, y'all know, dog, on my social media, bro. I hate it when people say it's Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Bro, Scottie Pippen, I know people say Akeem Olajuwon was like number two in the league at that time, but I honestly believe Scottie Pippen was number two, the best, num- the best player Behind Jordan in that era, bro. That dude, dude was cold blooded, bro. So listen to these stats really quick, okay? Because I was watching the jump before we before we started recording, and they posted a very interesting um, graphic: playoff totals and six to- in the um, six final runs. Okay, Jordan comparing Jordan and Pippen. Okay, Jordan had three thousand seven hundred seventy six points. 
compared to Pippen's 2,200 points. That's the only thing Jordan was number one in. Everything else, everything else was straight up Scotty. Pippen had 908 rebounds, 642 assists, 244 steals, and 111 blocks. Now, if you now if you compare it to Jordan, the only thing he really outnumbered him in was rebounds. But other than that, I mean, it was very close. Steals, assists, and blocks were all like 20 plus. So it was very close, but it just showed the role that Scotty played. Yeah, bro, it's having another Jordan on your team, bro. Having two Michael Jordans. Did you see? And and I try and I and I was mentioning this earlier to somebody else. Did you see when he was in college and high school, bro? What was he? He looked like a freak, like something you've never seen before. Like he was the freak before the freak. Yes, the man grew five inches over the summer, and then grew another three. That is crazy. That's why I, I always used to. I used to always say, "Why the hell is Scotty bringing the ball up?" But now you see why. Yes, he was six in high school, and he was a point guard. That's where he took handles from. How do you? And then he grew five inches. And then you grew another. And then you grew another three the following year. That's unheard of. Look, I tell you what's unheard of about Scotty Pippen. That big old suit he was wearing. That's unheard of. Look, look, look here. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> where. Please, Lord, tell me where Scotty got them suits from, bro. Like nothing on them tablecloths, bro. Burlington was over. It was it was open back then, man. He went to Burlington and was like, "Listen, I need a suit." And he couldn't find one that could fit him. And he hey, just, like, but you I know, disagree, bro. But you know I what, disagree. Though? He it's- had somebody come over and sew on an extra four or five feet. Yo, a Burlington don't make shoes that big, bro. <laughs> but it just shows the impact that his fashion had on the 2003 draft class. Because if you look at all the suits they had back then, look at look what Scotty was rocking back then. Look what Jordan was rocking bro. back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, okay, look at Jordan's suits compared to Smith, bro. Oh, no, no. Jordan totally, was kind of yeah. Pippin' like, bro, what the hair is your head, uh, bro? Why is your head look so small in them shoulder pads? Yeah. Why are you wearing shoulder pads? So Wally was wearing shoulder pads. Uh, I don't know. Who okay. Any suits. Get like, back to Scotty's great. But no, I mean, Scotty. I mean, Reinsdorf even talked about it, about how he was a great player. He advised him not to sign the contract, but I totally understand why he would do that in his situation. Yeah, I mean, come I mean on, like bro. I said, we come to find no, out no, no, no. he no, no. came from nothing. He came from the What's dirt. And I mean, even his brother said, it. yeah, he took care of my parents, built them a house, sent them money every month. He took care of us when he didn't have to. So, I mean, in his position, I totally understand why he did it. I can't be mad at him for signing that deal because back then, all you're thinking about is, I just want to play basketball, but my parents need to be taken care of, so let me just take this money, I don't care, and let my parents handle it. That's why it's probably so easy for him, but damn, seven years, 18 mil? Yes. Nothing. This was interesting to find out that Reinsdorf said, if you sign this deal, don't come to me to try to renegotiate, uh, you know, renegotiate. None of that stuff. Do not come to me. Now, my thing is this. When it comes to people like players wanting out of contracts that they signed, you signed a deal. You knew what you were getting into. You got to stick with it. But at the same time, 
as an owner, you got to think about it in the back of your head saying, damn, you know, I know I, I told him not to sign it. He did. He's been loyal. You got to take care of your player, man. That's the way I'm looking Dude, at you it. Got, bro, this that entire time, how are you in the 97-98 season playing all those games, winning all those games, championships, and you still getting paid crap? I have, no, it, I have it right here. Jordan, 33.1 million. Kukoc, 4.56 million. Harper, 4.56 million. Rodman, 4.5 million. Luke Longley, 3.184 million. Pippen, 2.775 million. Number six in the team, 122 in the league at that time. Dog, how do you make less money than Tony Kukoc? Hey, don't, 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 don't Croatian sensation now. No, no, no. I know, I know, where he's, I know where he's coming from. I know where he's coming from. Tony Kukoc, Kukoc don't get me wrong. Of Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but as an owner, you have to I take agree. care of your players. I, I agree. Now I, I get agree. it. I mean, I'm sure he, had, he. I know he had the Nike endorsements. I'm sure he had some other small endorsements on the side, so you know he was still getting money that way. But if you know business, you know the majority of your chunk of your change is coming from you know what you what you do best, and that's play basketball. As an owner, Ryan Sorf should have taken care of his players. I think. He was kind of in a rock and a hard place because, like you said, Reinsworth told him don't sign it. He signed the contract. Yes, I agree. After a while, you said, damn, Pippen done got us, what, his five rings already with Jordan? And he almost took it to the finals without Jordan? He almost took it to the finals without Jordan. All of that considered. But at the end of the day, regardless of whatever, this team ain't going to be together next year. So it's either you take this contract or you can leave. And we'll trade you. And Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, that's, that's so... No, 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 no. And I'm not debating, I'm, and I'm not saying no to what you're saying, Perk, but Pippen chose the, the latter. Pippen was like, damn. Do I say body Jordan in the sixth ring? Because I know we can win a sixth ring regardless of my pay. Or do I say, let me get my money? He chose the game. (laughs) (laughs) My patella tendon right now is hurting me right now thinking about how much this man made. Right now. (laughs) I'm talking to right now. (laughs) So you would have left Jordan and the sixth ring to get more money. Bye. I already got five. I'm good. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm you don't think Jordan was in Pippen's ear like, listen, bro, I know they f- you no. right now. I, this is Michael Jordan we're talking about. <laughs> Everybody thinks that Michael Jordan did not have an ego. Michael Jordan is not. Oh, no, trust me. <laughs> trust me. I guarantee you. I guarantee as the episodes go on, we're going to see this ego come out big time. Yeah. And that's why he's like, yeah. damn, people are going to look at me in a totally different way. But he showed the, um, in these episodes, he showed the frustration without Pippen, though. Yes. Said that. He in the practice, in the he practice, he, you saw it. And he said that. He said, "Listen, I felt when uh, he said when I found that I had to play without Scotty, and to, to start the season, that's it, 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 he said it hurt him, and he had to figure out other ways to get the other teammates involved because in because he like, wasn't the how did, say, how did he say? It? He didn't say like, "Damn man, that hurt me, man." I'm just no, he was like, you know. I just got to go. I got. He ain't say like, man, you know, my man Scott ain't gonna be here. 
You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, he didn't. you ain't here? Okay, then. I don't I ain't tripping. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he definitely did that. He definitely said, ah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I guess I got to take over the whole shit. Like, but getting to uh, this injury now, leading up to the season, I wasn't play, really paying attention because I was dealing with some family stuff. Because come to find out, and I did not know this, and I, now I realize why, the day he demanded that trade on November 20, uh, 24th, 97, that's the day my grandfather passed away. So now I realize why I don't remember anything about you know the previous uh, month leading up to everything else. Now I realize why I don't remember that. I didn't remember that either. I remember the way he demanded the trade. Like, I remember, I remember hearing about it later on, but, like, now I realize why I don't remember it first time. We know about stuff now, bro. Like, when Kobe demanded his trade, talking about, yo, I'm trying to bounce. Y'all didn't get me nobody. I'm about to bounce. The internet was around back then. Internet was not around back then. Only thing we had was ESPN. Face uh, America Online, ESPN. All of that was there. So it's like, well, why didn't we know about in our hand at that time? You didn't have it to where it hits your hit your site at a moment's notice when it happened. Because if it did happen, if when Kobe was doing it, we would have been like, oh, that's dirty. You know what I'm saying? Everybody Just said like that. LeBron. Everybody said that with Kobe. Oh, why, why are you going to do that? Why, why you got to do that? I, I remember people talking about Kobe when he demanded the trade, when he was trying to yeah. leave. I remember hearing all that. Why is that not a knock on him? Then? Let me ask. You, I think it is. Answer me. Why is I think that not it a knock is. on Kobe? Because th- at that time, they weren't doing anything to get the team better. That's what everybody did. So that's what everybody, every good player has done. You know what I'm saying? I just say I, let's I, hold I, I, everybody I, to the same standard. Of course, of course. I, listen, I don't get mad at players when they want to get out of bad situations. If you're a great player. And you're a winner, and then your team stops winning. Um, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. So Jordan was in a bad situation in the beginning. The, the first what? How many years? Five, six. Five, six, six years. years right? Well, because he was injured the and second then, year, right? Yeah, about six years. Six years. All right. So we got about let's just say six years, right? They're like, listen. We're gonna we're gonna shake up the whole thing for you. The Bulls were not. I don't. I think they had going back to Kraus. They had such a good exec that they had that he just he got great players for little money. True. You know what I'm saying? Reminds me of the Spurs. You know how 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 they do it. They'll grab players for nothing. And they turn out to be these great, you know. Bro, the Spurs were like. All the, but Spurs is a whole other entity. The Spurs, Spurs were like the United Nations of the basketball uh, league. Spurs went overseas. But That's they, why. they pay pennies. They pay pennies to these players. You feel me? When to come to the NBA and play ball. Exactly. So they busting up all these teams. So Jordan had a crappy one. And I'm pretty sure, bro, if they did not shake up that team, that sixth year or, or seventh year, whatever, whatever it was, Jordan would have been gone too. Yeah, this brings up a good point about talking about breaking up teams and everything. And he, now you see why the way he is, I feel like. When he was injured and, you know, they didn't want him to play, they limited him with the minutes, and they took him out with the 30 seconds left in that one game. And Paxson got lucky hitting that game winner to go to the playoffs. 
I feel like this is why we see the way he is driven yeah. to win because he's like, no, that's not how I play. I play to I play to finish. I play to win, and because of that, he was like, oh, these dudes are trying to tank to get a good draft pick. Would you have put him in if he was a coach, Matt? Honestly, what was going on and what you were told to do? Would you have put him in? <laughs> I was actually thinking about this all last night and today. And honestly, yeah, I think I would. Oh, wow. Hey, when you go to your next job interview, you can go, so why'd you get fired? Oh, I just put the greatest player of all time back in so we can go to the playoffs. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got a point. You got a point. Uh, me, I'm like, at that point in time, whether we're at, okay, they ain't making the playoffs, but they wasn't going to win no chip. No, they weren't. They but chip. You just saw how driven he was. Win by yeah. any means necessary. Yeah, but when you're a coach, you have to think above that. Those, that's why you're the coach. Those decisions are made by coaches and GMs. Like, players are all heart, no brain. They're all heart, all <laughs> ego. All emotion, perk, and me tell you, all heart, no brain. Like, <laughs> I would have played. Look, <laughs> look I, I know for sure I was like that. I, when I got in my, my motorcycle accident, like I was out for an, an entire year, bro, and that, that ended my basketball career. But at the time, when I was like sitting at home and thinking and stuff like that, I was supposed to be out for a whole year and a half. Eight months, bro. It's eight months. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take. I'm I'm going crazy right now. <laughs> I don't play video games, bro. I can't play 2K, bro. I just can't. Like I need to be out there, and it's killing me right now, bro. So I get it. I get where Jordan is coming from. Coach wise, though, exactly. I don't know. I gotta protect my job too. Like I gotta be like, oh, dog. I, I mean, no. I totally get what you're saying. Plus, you have to protect your investment. And we all know what the yes. investment is. It's yeah. Jordan. Yes, you got a diamond you over there. Sit your ball yeah. down, brother. Yeah, sit your down, bro. Now, just, all right, now, think about, now think about this, though. Go to the playoffs that year. Then go to the first round and get swept. And then we just wasted, you know, he get injured, something. But Listen, we ain't ready. But if they ain't go to the playoffs... We we have not gotten those highlights from the first two Celtics games. Let's be real, especially with that with, with the highlights yeah. they showed in this in this episode with the music. I said I'm saying this. Because Paxson made that happen. It is what it is. Absolutely. It was supposed to happen. It they was supposed to go to the playoffs. I mean, yes. so yeah, that's what the All State commercial said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So getting back. So talking about injuries, Pippen. With his ankle. And Jordan, like, the way they ended was interesting. Before we get to him uh, berating Krause about Jordan saying Scotty was selfish. You think he because he even said it. He goes, I don't want to F up my summer, so I waited. I knew what they were trying to do to me. You know, so I'm going to do something back to them. I'm going to get the surgery right before the season starts. Listen, if I'm looking through Jordan's eyes... Yes. Oh, 100%. If I'm Jordan, like, this dude is selfish as hell. What are you doing? Yeah, you're being selfish. If I'm looking through Jordan's eyes, but if I'm looking through Scotty's eyes, it's like, I'm not getting paid 
30 million. <laughs> this is why I love this podcast. Because I totally disagree with y'all. Look, I'm, look, I'm, Scotty, great decision, bro. Great decision. Hands down. So the one person that kind of surprised me that came out and said that he agrees with Pippen was Phil Jackson. Yeah. Phil Green. Phil Bruh, Green. Why? How can you not? That, I mean, on, bro. No, but like like we were saying, I totally understand where Jordan's saying coming from, bro. Like, why you got to do this like a month before? You know you're going to be out. You had the surgery as soon as the season ended. You'd be healthy. We can get this thing rolling. So I understand where Jordan's coming from. But at the same time, I totally get what, where Scotty was coming from. <laughs> at first, at first, I was like, damn, Scotty, I was up. Right. And I had to look through his eyes. I'm like. Ah, all right, bro. You, you ain't getting your money. Damn. Right. All right. You know what I'm saying? Hey. But, but you can't blame Jordan. You can't blame Jordan for feeling how he was feeling. Oh, no. I, I don't. And I don't. And like I said, that's why I don't blame I Pippen. Can. I don't blame Jordan. <laughs> they. <laughs> how can you blame Look, Jordan bro. for how I was feeling? Bro. Look, bro. Let's, let's be. Let's, okay. You're playing on the, the Bulls team, a dynasty at this point. Okay, every time it's all about Jordan. It's Jordan, 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 Jordan. Okay, even his shoes look better than yours. Look, <laughs> all I'm saying is, bro, look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I am not getting paid, bro. I'm not being valued. I am not being valued. Okay, so if I, if you were, if we were on. NBA team, me and you, Perk, you were the best player on the team. But I'm your number two guy. You know you need me to get... Look, bro, you act like that's like far-fetched when we was in high school or something like that. I was the best dude. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm your number two, and I'm like, we got to get to the playoffs without me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sitting out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait till next season after the summer because I'm trying to go and chill with my and go to the beach and chill. Got you. Wouldn't be mad? No. <laughs> you gotta do the, look, you gotta do what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? Because no matter what, if we lose this season, okay, we're gonna be disbanded anyway. I mean, Am I right no, or wrong in saying that? No, you no, you totally yeah. correct, and that's why I totally yeah. agree with Pippen. He was he was basically saying "f you" to the Bulls by postponing the surgery. I totally get yeah. that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, listen, bro, you ain't paying me no way. You didn't pay me the entire time that we won all these championships, and these championships don't come easy, bro. Because I'm playing second fiddle. Yes, he's the best player in the world, but I'm playing second fiddle when my numbers are almost equal to yours. I'm putting in the in 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 the the, the same amount of hours as yours. You know what I'm saying? But they, they they play like the same amount of, of, of minutes. No, you no, you're totally right. I, I get I totally get it. It's just like I was saying, ownership definitely should have taken care of Pippen. They should have took care of him, but that but it was it was dooms it was doomsday. It was like, why are we gonna take care of you now when we when you ain't gonna be here next year? No, no, and I and I totally get that. I mean, and he this, waited too long. And this leads to the final. This hey. leads to the final blow up to where he demands the trade because he. I mean, you heard what everybody said. He went off on Jerry Krause, and everybody's like, "Oh boy, this is getting real." To play devil's advocate, 
Pippen should have demanded all of that after the first three P. Totally agree. Totally agree. Jordan retired. He could have got. He could have talked to him like, "Hey, look, he's not here. I'm taking. I'm taking this leadership role. You come on, man. Let's work something out." Because let me tell you about this. Maybe Pippen didn't think that he was going to be able to take the Bulls that far. So he was like, "Dang, I ain't. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do this. Like, I don't want to." Right. Okay. That's but that's cool. why you go and ask for the money then yeah. after the after the first three P when Jordan retires. After that season, you should have did it. You just be like, okay, because listen, let's let's keep it let's keep it real. And we go to right. die Knicks fan. Let's keep it the diehard Knicks fan again. The only reason why we beat the Bulls, <laughs> it was because Jordan wasn't there, and Pippen damn near beat us by himself, and we beat him in the fin- in the finals to go. And get to the finals or whatever, but Pippen almost beat us with that Bulls team. Okay, hey, let me tell y'all this. Let me show y'all how bad Pippen was. We're talking about how Pippen did this without Jordan. Jordan never even came close without Pippen. Yeah, agreed. Never even came close. They won one less game than the year before when Jordan was there. Yeah, when it was just Pippen, they won one less game. Come on now. That's cold-blooded. <laughs> Give me my money. That's all I'm saying. Give me my money, bro. Okay, so after you after you got that far and you was an MVP candidate, why didn't you ask for your money after that year? Look, players mess up too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pimps and players, we mess up too. Sometimes, you know, I don't get my money from my, you know, from my women out there sometimes on time. I should have asked for it earlier, but I don't. You feel know I me? Mean? Players mess up. Uh. You that Elden. Now you want to wait until. Now you want to wait till the last year when I say I'm getting rid of all of y'all. Give me some money. Hey, look. look all I'm saying is one of y'all ain't gonna have a key. Y'all ain't coming back home. That's all I'm saying. God, I wish this was like Netflix. They gave it to us all. I totally get why they didn't. Next week's episode. Ratings has got to be. Yo, next week's episode right? is gonna be the crazy. I think it's gonna be the craziest episode because it's gonna be all about Rodman. I was just about Let to say just, that. Okay. Oh, so check this wow. out. I'm just going to read this, bro. <clears throat> the rebound rankings in the 90s, bro. What happened? In 92-91, Rodman was second. 91 to 97, he was first in rebounding. Scotty Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and Michael Jordan on the same team. Yeah. Okay. People always say, they always damning people. I'm not going to say who they be damning, but y'all already know, for getting two other players. If you can do it by yourself, you would. De- bro, Dennis Rodman was no slouch. He never wanted to even score, bro. But if you got no. somebody getting 20-something rebounds, that's second chances for you. Oh, no, 100%. What was it? They, I read a stat where they said he's the only player to have I think it was five consecutive games of 25 rebounds of more. And the only person to, uh, to do that, and they only had one, was Moses Malone. Bro. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me reiterate. Let me reiterate something that Perk said. First of all, when Dennis Rodman, he's a fellow asthmatic, by the way. Boop, 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 boop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And you think up the asthmatics? <laughs> we can't breathe up in the 
Inhaler team, team inhaler, baby. With that. Offside. But remember, when he was with Detroit, Robin could score. Yeah, yeah, he did. So when he came to Chicago, for him to say, I don't want the ball. Y'all do y'all thing. You and Pippen do your thing. Let me dress up in my drag gear and my makeup. <laughs> Let me be me. Let me be. And I'm going to grab 20 boards and guard the best big man on the team every trip. Yeah, and that's what he did. That man, is bro. uncanny. That is uncanny. He was the defensive play that they had on that team was crazy. Scottie Pippen was like number one in steals on the team, right? Yeah. And then you had Dennis Rodman. Like, come on, bro. Don't forget. Don't forget you had somebody. Because I don't don't even know if they're going to even mention this man in the the documentary. But you had somebody without injury could have been the next Michael Jordan. Ron Harper. Oh, that's what I was was thinking. Great! I wonder. I wonder if they're gonna. I wonder if they're gonna interview him. Yes, he was a lock at the point guard. We didn't lock. see him that much. Like when it came to the like the previews and stuff. You didn't really see him. I'm wondering if they're just gonna focus on Jordan Pippen, the main, the main cast. Three P though, he was a part of that three P. No, I know. No, he definitely was. He definitely was. I mean, he definitely should be a part of that. I mean. Bro, they're talking to Bill Wellington, but they're not talking to Luke Longley. They could talk to Ron Harper. That's what I'm saying. They could talk to him, Luke Longley, Kuko. I'm surprised Kukoc isn't in this yet. What the hell is BJ Armstrong? He was part of the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Look, man. I, one thing, man. This, 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 uh, this is going to be a great ten part series. I'm de- when it's all said and done, I'm definitely going to watch the whole ten part series in, yes. in its entirety. Yes, like, yes, I'm yes. Binge watch it. I'm gonna have to take one of my um COVID nineteen sick days and, and binge <laughs> watch it. And uh and you know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna look back on it. And the thing here's the thing though. I'm gonna want this to happen for every dynasty team. Mm. I wanna I don't know. Well, uh, I'm, so you saying that because the Knicks ain't a dynasty. But look, <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Good. Wow. The nineties, the nineties, serve a documentary. Uh, they did the one. Uh, yeah, it was called Reggie Miller versus the Knicks. Oh man, <laughs> we're not we not talking something that Spike Lee put together because he always gonna put something when it comes to the Knicks together. All right, we know that. But I'm like, hey, my guys out there who listen to this podcast. The 90s Knicks, send me a message, man. Send me a message. <laughs> you have like three messages. <laughs> you messages. Like three messages. <laughs> All the same handle. Listen, man. Tell me the 90s Knicks don't need a documentary. Let's go. Hey, Rich. Hey, Rich. I remember, I remember when I first got my first deal, man, I went overseas. I took a picture, man, and you had uh, commented on it. And my team's colors were the Knicks colors. And you was like, you a Knicks fan? When did you turn a Knicks fan? And I was like, bro, don't get too excited. These are the same colors. I ain't got nothing to do with it. They pay me. I wear what they want, bro. Uh, so as, as we get further into this, you know, documentary series, what else are you looking forward to? 
I'm looking forward to see. I, honestly, no, no, no. I'm gonna be real. I want to see the real relationship. If they show, I hope they show between Pippen and Jordan, like exclusively, because you could have a relationship on the court, but behind the scenes, were they really talking to each other? Right. Because that's what I want to see. They they didn't show that. They talk highly of each other. They talk highly of each other, both of them. Pippen talked highly about Jordan. Jordan talked highly about Pippen. But I haven't seen anything to really see them embrace each other. But hopefully they dip into that. I want to see the relationship between Jordan and Rodman. That is a big thing. Because people don't forget, they had to bring somebody over to tame Rodman to keep Rodman. And not even that, though. They're bringing in an enemy player. Yes. And that's why I'm really excited about this Rodman episode, just because besides him joining the team, you know they're going to get highly in-depth Jordan versus the Pistons. And I yeah. want to he- hear this, the truth about Thomas, Dum- uh, Dumas, oh, all of them. I'm just about to get on that, too. Like, I, wanna see, like, oh. I really hope they go in-depth with this. Because for some reason Isaiah Thomas just doesn't like that man. No, it is, it is. that's why I can't. That's why I'm really interested in this episode and to see, like exactly how Jerry Krause was able to convince them, convince Michael Jordan, hey, we need him if we're gonna win. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm really interested in this episode. One thing I've enjoyed today is seeing everybody's reaction to. Uh, to, to these first episodes, and to me, I think to me, my the funniest reaction I've seen is Pat McAfee. Yeah, I mean, this dude is on another level. I don't know if yeah. if you watch his show yeah, or like yeah. watch the highlights. Yeah, I, this dude's a trip. But like, he was talking about, you know, he even said he goes, "Look, I grew up here. I didn't know anything, you know. So, you know, this piqued my interest." And he was telling the story about how he was at a uh, Pacers game. And Roy Haber, you know, went to go, I think, get a rebound or the ball or whatever. Went into the crowd, dapped him up. The dude next to him goes, who are you? And he goes back to him. He's like, who the hell are you? He's like, oh, I'm his agent. He's like, oh, well, I'm Pat. He goes, I'm Dave. And I forget who he said the teammate was next to him at that time. And he and he's elbowing him. He's like, bro, bro, that's Jordan's old agent. And he's like, what, what are you talking about? And so, you know, so their conversation is like, oh, so what do you do? He goes, oh, I only founded the sneaker that you're wearing, the Jordan brand. And then, mm. like, just to hear him tell this story was funny, but he even said it. He goes, I didn't know what anything about this was, so this piqued my interest. So to see all these peoples that have no idea what they're getting into by watching this, it's, it's going to be great to see their reactions. Yeah, a lot of people last seen commenting on Krauss. Krause oh, like, Krause, Krause and Pippen, but it's Krause and then Pippen. Krause is trending big time. Oh, 100%. So, so this is going to be it for the first episode of Unstoppable, the last recap. Perk, yeah. Perk, you got anything to plug? Any shout outs? Man, I just want to, you know, I just want to plug myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm out <laughs> here. I'm doing this thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it good, man. No, but for real, man, everybody be safe, man. Stay your butts at home, bro, if you can. Um, to all the frontliners, man, the same, man. I mean, thank you to everybody, including myself, because I am a frontliner, because I am, I, you know, I work for the media, so I have to be out there. Um, 
But, you know, just just stay safe, man. And, and, and prayers up to anybody who's been struck, you know, by this illness, by, you know, family members and stuff like that, man. And and and, and shout out to my co-host, man. Matt, what it do, bro? Big rich, man. <laughs> this is going to be epic, brother. This is going to be epic, man. You know what I'm saying? My Shout out to my girl. You know what I'm saying, baby? You know what I'm saying? We out here. You know, we doing it. I'm not cheating. I'm actually just, I'm actually working. <laughs> Rich? Um, man, I like to say, like I said, I'll shout out to uh, my Knicks fans. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is that? Shout out to my Knicks fans, man. We hate you, Jordan, but we love you at the same time. Um, shout out to you, man. Shout out to Perk, man. Uh, shout out a one huge... Shout out to all my care work, my caretakers, and my and my nurses, and my and my I'm saying RNs and everybody out there taking, helping everybody get through this COVID nineteen situation, man. And um, shout out to my boo. I know you're gonna be listening to her later. She didn't want me to put her name out there, so I, I'm just keep you know what I'm saying anonymous. Um, and shout out to all the listeners, man. Help us give us feedback. Any questions y'all want to know, man? Or thing that you want us to elaborate on, let us know. We'll put it out there, man. Yes, definitely got to give you two a shout out. Thank you for doing this show with me. I mean, when I came with this concept, you two were the first people that came to my head just because we went to high school together. We, you know, we lived this. You two play ball, so you guys know the in and outs of it. So, I mean, shout out to you guys. Shout out to everybody, you know, that's staying home. Thank you. To the people that are uh, that are going out, get your asses back home so we can get back to normal life. Thank you to for, you know for all all the hard workers, the doctors, nurses, you know, firefighters, paramedics, everybody that has to do their job that has to go to work. Thank you to you guys, and we'll be back next week with another recap of the Last Dance. We out. Yeah. His face in the sand, not the last mafioso. I'm a MC cop. Make it say go LL and do the what? If you think you cannot ride me, yeah, boy, I bet.